Hey friends, thanks so much for tuning into the Inner Revolution podcast. Are you ready to be changed? Well, let's go. Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. And uh, just curious, I would love to have you uh, write some comments down on these little video clips I've been doing um, on church planting, church building. Uh, some of you have uh, mentioned that it's helping you. Uh, I would love to maybe hear maybe some things that you'd be interested in knowing more about. Uh, so please comment below. Uh, but today I want to just talk briefly, a little blurb here about our spirit as leaders. Uh, so often we can get so involved with the work that we can be moving at such a clip that we can be, in the wrong sense, addicted to the ministry, which means everything else in our life is out of balance. Our family life, our personal walk of faith, uh, our quiet time. So I just want to challenge us today just for a moment to think about your spirit, the quality of your walk of faith, because we're not God's employee. We are not just a worker bee, and we can be so task-oriented, but God really wants us to be God-conscious. Okay to have a plan, okay to work diligently. Uh, I know in my own life, this is where God is uh, really helping to bring balance is that, um, yes, there's a tremendous amount of work to be done, people to minister to, to gather. But God is saying, I want you to do it in my right spirit. I want you to do it in a spirit that is not only relaxed, but intentional, not only um, flexible, but also that has spiritual uh, intuition. Uh, I want you to be uh, creative, yes, but I also need you to wait for me to move and not just roll up your sleeves and do it yourself. So how's your spirit today? How's your spirit? I, I think I was just talking with a brother on the phone who had an excellent spirit and very edifying, a lot of joy. And uh, that call ministered to my spirit and refreshed me. It refreshed me. And to have people in your life that refresh you is so critical. I, so critically important. I've met many people that are alone and just in the daily grind and literally being ground into the ground, grinded into the ground. It's, uh, it's really exhausting. And this is why so many people quit because they don't have a network of people that they're connected to or edified by people that can really know how to edify your spirit. So how is your spirit? Like, I was thinking about this game called Whack-A-Mole, and it's a, a fun game my son likes to play where, you know, there's a little mole that pops his head up and you're supposed to whack it down. And as time goes on, the moles pop up through their holes quicker and quicker. And with the most hits, uh, you know, you win the game. Uh, and, and, you know, our spirit can be like this. We can be reactive. We can be whacking people or all in the name of efficiency and busyness, we can miss the actual people that God's called us to minister to in the moments. You know, people uh, often can project on you uh, guilt uh, or some sort of, um, you know, idea that they are perceiving you as. And it's so important not to take those things personal. 
you do the best you can before God and you minister as God leads you. And obviously we're not the all in all to end all, but we do the best we can. We're all things to all men that by all means that we win some. So your personal prayer life, your quiet time, your rest time, your recreation time is uh, directly going to impact your ministry. So if people feel like an interruption to you, if people feel like there's no time that you have for them or somehow you interrupt, they're an interruption to your life or some sort of burden, um, you know, people will say all of those things. But in your heart of hearts, just be still and know that God is God and make sure that you have a refreshed spirit before the Lord in Acts 3.19. In his presence, be refreshed. Before you jump into the work, uh, be refreshed. Because if it's just work, uh, there's no eternal value to it. But if there's worship in the work, then eternity will be made manifest in what you do. So with people, it can be that people can irritate you and me. They can apply pressure on you and we can become very reactive. We can be like that person with the mallet looking for the mole, the whack-a-mole to bang over their heads just to get them out of our way so we can do what we want to do. Slow down and smell the roses. Uh, take time to be with the Lord. Take time to really enter where you are and not just breeze over it like a speedboat at the top of the water. But, but you know, we want to be more than just a styrofoam cup just floating and being moved around to everyone's expectations. But we really want to have a depth. We want to we want to have depth, not be a mile long and an inch deep. We want to have some depth. And this only comes through prayer and quiet time and a refreshed spirit. So train your people, network with other like-minded people. This is a weakness, I think, in a many situations people get so exclusive. Like if you're not part of our ministry, you can't work with us. Well, if we don't work with other like-minded churches that have unity, uh, obviously in faith and in mission, uh, then guess what? Very little happens. So we want to work together with other like-minded ministries and doctrinal centered ministries, of course, and with the same mission. The diversity with like-mindedness has great uh, creativity and great impact. So networking, networking is so valuable. I find that in church building that uh, to gather people together and to um, explain to them prayerfully and as you spend time where their gifts are and place them in places that uh, they could be prayerful about and they could consider working in and and uh, place them in places where, where their gifts are evident to minister and to be effective. So spiritual health, spiritual health. Let's not be reactive. Let's be proactive. Let's be God-centered, God-conscious, uh, so that we're uh, not just an employee doing, a, doing some sort of thing, but actually we are enjoying the journey and not just waiting to get to the destination. So uh, let's worship God and in the work. Maybe something is tiring you today. Take a break, get recalibrated, reoriented to the Lord. Commit everything to prayer. Without prayer, uh, things don't happen. With prayer, things multiply. Things uh, 
synergize. So have a team around you that prays, have a team around you that speaks faith. And, um, you know, and then if you or have people around you that are difficult, don't feel like you have to be their savior. Just keep pointing them to the Lord. That's ultimately our mission is to be God's billboard, pointing back to him. And, you know, in our in our world today, the church is under fire. It's under scrutiny. It's under criticism. So uh, the man of God, uh, the woman of God will be uh, offended and will be criticized and uh, thrown under the bus. So don't take it personally. Don't take your warfare personally. Just keep casting it on to the Lord. We know that if it happened to Jesus, it'll happen to us as well. Keep your eyes focused on the Lord. Be refreshed. If you're exhausted or weary or just in a place of just run down, uh, take some time and refresh your spirit and uh, talk to somebody that is a mentor in your life, someone that's accountable, that can encourage you, direct you to keep it fresh, to keep fresh oil. And uh, th these are so important because I believe in these in 2022, God is going to add. He's going to multiply as time is short, as we near the rapture. But our spirit, how we do or what spirit do we have is so key because we can just go through the motions and be mechanical and it can just be dead works. OK, it's not I'm not interested in what people can do. God is interested in what we can't do without him. That's where the real ministry is. What can't I do without God in John 15, 5? I can do nothing without him. Someone might say, oh, I could never do that. Oh, really? Have we prayed? And maybe God would retool you and equip you for the ministry. So in these times of refreshing and prayer and worship in recreation, in being with other like-minded people. Uh, humor, humor, have humor in your world. Don't take yourself so seriously. And people will be drawn to life. So many try to make it happen. You know, I was talking with a brother recently, you know, we were door knocking and, and um, I was saying to him, you know, I was recently at this amazing playground um, for families uh, just in the province north of us. And I, I was amazed at how many families were there with their kids. And, and I just thought this is the same principle. You know, we can absolutely do confrontational evangelism. We can be reaching out, but also to, wouldn't it be a great idea to build things that would draw people to your church, to your ministry, to your fellowship, do things that would draw them. So this is the, the implication we could say about our spirit. People want to be around somebody that has joy, that has peace, that has wisdom, that is relaxed, that's not under pressure, that doesn't act like a stressed out CEO, but they want to have someone that's serious, but also joyful. Um, want to have people that are relaxed, but also wise. So these are some great thoughts to think about today. Uh, we know that life begets life. So if we have a spirit of life, God will draw people to himself, the, the, the ultimate source of life. God bless you. Thanks, friends, for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. Please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode.